0: You're listening to the Woken Up Woke Podcast. Woke. You. Welcome, welcome, welcome it's the Woken Up Woke Podcast Where we wake you up Wake the fuck up Spike. right, start off the podcast with a curse This is an explicit parental advisory So that warning label should be on the podcast If it's not, we say fuck a lot From New York, so it's an adverb, it's an adjective, it's a noun, it's it's everything. So, yeah, it's a great word to use for emphasis. So, for me to drill my point home, you know, I might have to say fuck or shit or poo poo, cocky. No, so this is the Woken Up Woke podcast brought to you by Red Bull. They're not actually a sponsor that pays. They just drink a shitload of it. Keeps me up. Makes me feel good. So I can be informative to you. The viewing public. Or listening public. Anyway, so this is the Woken Up Woke Podcast. where We try to get you woke. What is woke, you ask? Well, it's a word that's used a lot nowadays. Everyone's claiming to be woke and Meaning they, they see the light. They see the truth. They know what's really going on. and So, you know. Do we know what's going on here? Do I know what's going on? No. Am I going to pretend to? Probably. I don't know shit. But just like anybody else out there. no one You know, you have your own opinion of whatever it is. Your own in- interpretation. Your own perception of your reality. And, you know, it is what it is. So... On this show, we're gonna give you our perception when I say our, i got uh, I got the fellas out there. They're not on this episode, but uh you know occasionally I'll have guests, which is my core group of friends if you want to call them that we're no we're friends and we we're all in this together we've all got some kind of background and we're gonna try to bring it to you and hopefully you have a good time it's you know we'll have fun I think we're funny that's the main thing with the the podcast and why we're doing this uh hold on I need to put my red bull but some of the the funniest times in my life have been with this core group of friends and we get together and i mean we've had nights where you know side splitting you hear that a lot we my side just hurts because we laugh so much Probably because of alcohol, but at the time it seemed so funny, so I don't know if that's going to translate on the show. But, you know, hopefully it will. We'll get together and we'll, we'll laugh and we'll cry and we'll shit our pants. And, you know, I hope you you can enjoy it and be a part of this. And hopefully along the way we will woke you, woken you up. Uh, a little history about me. I said I'm from New York. I was born and raised in New York City. Um, and I've been podcasting since I was seven years old. What? What? How could that be? What? Yes, I've been podcasting since I was seven. No, I, Actually, but... Technically, if we want st- to... I've been recording since probably about that age. I've... Back... Back in those days, uh, we used cassette tapes. I don't know if I have any... In the studio, maybe I'll bring some. Maybe uh, in the future I'll play some of uh, some of my cassette tapes, my the original podcast. Me, my brothers and sisters, is what we did. We would record ourselves talking, and then we would record movies, all sound based. It was just audio, and we'd do these movies and set up a, a movie theater. And me being the oldest, I would go through this extravagant production with sound and you know, here's the wind, and I had uh, another radio with the soundtrack from some movie playing in the background, so you know, mine was like professional, it was great, and then I would force my brothers and sisters to sit there for two hours and listen to the entire cassette, and it was awful, and I feel bad, so if you guys are listening, sorry, sorry I put you through that. But at the time, it just seemed like a great idea. I thought I was doing something big. So uh, yeah, what? Woke. What? What is woke? Um. Wherever we drop this, you know, feel free to comment. I want to see comments. If you think we, I suck. You suck. Get off that. Great. You know. Do it. You know. Feedback is great. You know. Negative feedback is better than no feedback. You know maybe I'm touching a nerve, maybe, uh, I don't know, I got allergies, so, I'll, I always keep tissue, I, every pair of pants and shorts, and, and I don't always have tissue in it, so, but anyway, so, yeah, what is woke? I find that people who say they're woke, if someone comes up to you, you're like, yo, you know, I'm woke, when you can't pull, you can't pull the wool over my eyes, I know what I'm talking about, and Those people tend to be the most ill-informed, misinformed people you will ever meet. Uh, They believe every conspiracy theory. They believe everything that's. They believe the exact opposite of what everything that's told, which you know, it's not necessarily bad. It's it's good to not you know don't trust everything that's fed to you, and this is one of the things we want from this podcast is. For you to be informed, you know, you hear opinions and go out and find more research and get opinions from all over and then you form your own opinion. That's what, that's what truly being woke is. Meaning you get information from all different sources and you disseminate it and then you form an educated opinion. Uh, just don't be so distrusting of everything. And I mean that in, you know... I see a lot of people out there and, you know, this is a conspiracy and the government's doing this and the government, no, and this is, a, and and sometimes it's the most ridiculous stuff. Sometimes there's a a basis to it and, but I see a lot of people that just for the sake of doing the opposite, you know, and they'll claim they're woke. Like, no, I don't, you know, if you tell them it's three o'clock in the afternoon, no, no, that's a, that's a government construct, it's not three o'clock. It's actually 1487. Like, huh? Just, so, you know, whenever you get any kind of information or from anywhere, from any source, you know, you got to make a, you got to make a conscious decision to, to see what's right. What's, you know, what's more, what's the most feasible, you know, outcome of this? What, what are you talking about? Evan, what are you talking about right now? Oh, yeah, and if I forgot to introduce myself, I'm um, Mr. F. Price, your host. Sometimes I'll host this show, sometimes I have one of the fellas host it. But, yeah, that's at Mr. F. Price on Instagram. Uh, if you want to check that out, uh, Woken Up Woke, at Woken Up Woke on Instagram. Uh, that's where you can you'll find some... Some things related to this podcast, but yeah. So, like I said, I've been podcasting since seven years old, and I'm not one of the original podcasters. But so I was doing a little research, and you know, for me, and there's gonna you, if you do research about podcasts and who was the first podcast, you'll see a lot of different things. Uh, Adam Curry was one of the first to bring it to this format where it's then brought on uh you know i've the current podcast format you can go on iphone and you just listen to audio and it's great uh adam curry got a great podcast i don't have the names here and i don't feel like looking it up right now He's got a couple uh he's also it was a vj on mtv which when i first was doing some research into podcasting and and I saw Adam Curry, and uh, I was like, the name sounds familiar. And then when I was like, oh, wait, that's the guy with the big fucking white snake hair from MTV. So if you had MTV back in the days, and that guy, yeah, he's well, this is one of the things he moved on to, one of his ventures. Uh, the Serial Podcast. I think that's the podcast that made everything famous, or podcasting famous, in the sense that uh, it was a true crime podcast, and it looked at a couple of, uh, big cases, like cold cases, and was really, uh, instrumental in getting people involved in the, you know, woke to the podcast format, I think, that's one of the, just from, you know, from me and my experience with podcasting and learning what a podcast was, I didn't know, you know, what it was until I heard about that, and then, uh, and a couple of the other ones are Joe Rogan. We'll talk about Joe Rogan. He has probably the biggest, you know, audience. Uh, great podcast. I like to listen to it just because it's, you know, it's opinions. And you get you get all kinds of, we'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, but, yeah, that that's one of the things I mean, you know, with podcasting is becoming uh, popular. People are like, whoa, you know, I want to do that. You know, this guy's. Forget he made you know a couple. He made a lot of money with his his recent uh, Spotify deal. So uh, everyone, like myself, like hey, I can do this too. I want I want money. I like money. So I know I won't get any money from this. But it it's it's a great uh a venue to voice expressions opinions and, and some insight and hopefully you know. The other thing I, I realize, podcast is great if you when you're traveling. So if you got a long flight, or you got a long drive to work, and I'm planning on, uh, hopefully, moving from where I'm at now in New York City and moving to a, a suburb upstate. And my commute will be actually one of the reasons why I want to move. It's not going to be much longer than what it is now, but I would be driving, and it'd be it's great to pop in a podcast with a and you hear somebody's voice and they just talk. So it kills time, man. But yeah, you got a long flight, popping a podcast, two podcasts, and you know, you're you're across the country, like wow. So it's great time killing. So it's great, you know, great format. Uh Nori from Capona, Noriega, for my hip hop heads out there, which will you get a lot of hip-hop heads on this podcast because, you know, I have a background in that. My friends, we all have a background in that. Whatever, we'll get to that. But he's he, big on the podcasting. Another one brought it to the mainstream and actually brought it to TV, Revolt TV. And he has Drink Champs, which is great. Another great format. But we'll probably, you know, copy, steal. But, you know, they sit around and get drunk and just have real talk. And that's what we'll do here. We don't get drunk all the time, but it just makes it better. It's funny. But yeah, don't drink or do drugs, kids. And if you're a kid, you shouldn't be listening to this. haha. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so. So, Joe Rogan right now is very controversial because of the Spotify deal. And the reason I say controversial is because I'm watching and I'm reading a lot of things, and there's a lot of, uh, feedback and criticisms uh, about his viewpoints and people who he's had on the show and their viewpoints and and I don't know I just think that if someone has a viewpoint that you don't agree with then don't don't listen to them don't give them that satisfaction so if Joe Rogan has a Alex Jones on the show, and that guy you think is a complete wacko, which I do, uh, then don't, you know, don't entertain it. But I also like to hear, you know, why he's a wacko. Where where is this coming from? What's making this guy think the way that he thinks? So it's good to have a, a venue or a format that puts that out there. So it'll strengthen my beliefs, you know, which are the opposite. If you... They call it, you know, a vacuum or an echo chamber where you just listen to the same thing over and over with people that agree with you. You're never going to be woke. You're never going to be enlightened because all you're doing is reaffirming your beliefs, which are, you know, one way, and you're going to completely hear that over and over, and it's just going to make you feel strong. But if you never open up to, you know, the counterpoints, You're doing yourself a disservice, so it's always good. And this is why you know being woke. You know you get your news out there. Get it from all the sources. Don't get it from one source. You know I like CNN. I like Fox. Uh, Watch them all because, first of all, news. You know, the news mainstream media. Anything that you hear and get your news information from, is biased. Because news runs, the way a news network or publication makes their money is off of ad revenue. Red Bull. So, they need to get viewers and readers to read their publication so they can get more money from sponsors. And that's just how it works. So, they're going to say things and, and publish stories and do things. To get you to come listen to them or watch them or read them, and it's it's gonna be geared to you know we have a shock value or doom and gloom you know coronavirus is it's scary out there so uh, you know here's your COVID updates and this COVID this COVID and you know as as a as a sane person you, you want to obviously know information about a deadly virus out there so you know you want to get as much information as you want but now if you you know if that's all you're being fed and that's you know and then every headline is oh this is happening this is happening you know obviously you're gonna want to click in and check and see oh my god what's going on and then uh and then on the other end, you get you know, oh, COVID's not so bad. Oh, this oh, it's going away. You know, and if that's something you're geared towards, you're gonna follow that. So the point being, it watch it all, and you make a you make a sound decision on what you've heard, read, and that's how you become woke. You know everything. Know what's coming at you. Play chess, not checkers. So, yeah, this is the first podcast, it's probably not going to be that long because it's just me and by myself, I'm a boring person, I don't have much to say, I don't have much anything interesting to say, so I have some notes here, I'll, I'll go through real quick, because uh, we are talking about Rogan and podcasts and look, you know, if you like something, you like it. Listen to it. If you don't, you don't. That's you know that should be it. That's the simplified terms of it. So you know if you find something out there that you like that you're attracted to, and uh, you know then give it a listen. Support it. If you don't, don't support it. You know? I'm not big into this whole cancel culture thing though. You know, someone says something that I don't like or disagree. I don't think they should be uh, muted or censored. You know, let them say what they have to say. Lots of times, uh, you know, those counter-talking points are great because you get insight into what other people are thinking. So, let's, let's not cancel people. I'm saying that because I'll probably get canceled, like, episode 2, 3. Actually, if I was to put out the first... This is episode 1, but if I was to put out the first podcast, which I will, we will, somewhere, somewhere... That one, we called it the shit show. And yeah, it's a shit show. There's a lot of drinking involved and a lot of free think. And it's actually very good. Uh, One of the reasons it's not put out just because of the the quality of it. It's a Zoom call with uh, not everyone had mics. It's a lot of shouting. It's like a party in the middle of it. So, you know, if we could get that edited out to you. That, that's that got my friend uh, Joe out in the West Coast. He called in. My friend Roger, host of After Hours with Ro. I'll get into it a little bit later about uh, where you can find some of the fellas on here and alternate podcasts. Uh, and then we have my friend Sean, who I don't know what, what name he goes by these days, but he was in rare form. He came over and it was just it was great it was a great time we laughed uh and i actually listened to and watched the the footage and it's it's a shit show so yeah. uh i'd love to get that out to you guys um but yeah uh hopefully moving forward that's what this this podcast podcast is going to be just you know us getting together uh, we'll have guests and yeah it should be fun but yeah, uh, so I got Roger, he's the host of a Instagram uh, live TV show called After Hours with Ro, and that show evolved, it started, he started doing Rosé wine reviews, Rosé, Roger, and it kind of grew into like a sketch comedy interview show, which it's currently on hiatus. And I'll get to that later. Hopefully, I'll get Ro on here, maybe in the next episode, and we'll talk about that. But a great, great experience because it gave everybody that was involved with the show, you know, a creative outlet. So there's a lot of funny sketches. So if you, you know, you get a chance, check out uh after hours with Ro, uh on the video. Hopefully, I'll maybe I'll post. It'll be the right there on the screen. Look, after hours with Ro, or. At R O underscore N Y underscore C A, I think, I think that's it. Check it out there's some old shows there. But he, he he'll, he's one of the fellas. He'll be on the on the podcast. Uh, my boy Joe, who's living out in uh, San Francisco, out in California. He left us. He was he's a New Yorker, and he left us. But he's got uh he's got a couple podcasts going on out there he's got the ordinary joes with his boy eric shout out to them shout out to the ordinary joe podcast if you get a chance check that out uh he's got another one called some man a few words I, i actually i'm gonna look it up right now because Cause I think he just posted it today. Man of Few Words podcast, hosted by Joe Diaz. J O underscore J O six two three on Instagram. Check that out, uh, and then you can see all the links. I'm sure the show probably sucks. It's not gonna be as good as this one. So, but yeah, uh, and my boy Sean, he's a uh, gonna gonna do a, a hip-hop album a rap album i don't know we've done if, the beginning of this show if you heard the uh the intro that was uh him and me one of the songs we did back when we thought we could be famous but he he still wants to live the dream and why not so he's kind of brought us all back together and we, you know we're gonna try to bring some music out to you too but uh yeah he's a, he's a trip He'll be on the show, too, and we'll talk about music, what's out there now, and all of us are fans of all types of music, so, except country, I hate country music, but we're all, you know, New York City residents, Uh, we talked about that on on the shit show, I was born in Manhattan, moved to Staten Island when I was like four or five and raised out here, and then. As soon as I could leave, I left. Lived in every borough except the Bronx. But then I came back to Staten Island. I'm recording right now on Staten Island. Shaolin. So, I don't know why I told you that. But in case you want to know what you're listening to. Who's waking you up. Then, uh, yeah, that's it. So, New York right now. I talked about moving. Yeah, cause New York City sucks, and I, but I want to be clear because you're gonna hear that a lot, especially in now 2020. You know, September 20, 2020. That's what, we were, nine twenty, twenty twenty. That's the date I'm recording this uh, podcast. But you hear a lot of uh, you know New York City sucks. New York is dead, and it's not. I think, you know, one of the main things about that is New York is, New York City is, you know, in my opinion, obviously i have bias, but it's the greatest city in the world. Uh, a lot of that is because of just the people and the makeup and the cultures and it's so diverse. And, you know, in Manhattan, you can walk literally two blocks and the entire neighborhood will change and different people. And it's great. But right now it sucks. And a lot of that is attributed to the current mayor. Mayor de Blasio. And so a lot of people are mad at him. I mean, me personally, I do not like... I do not like... I can't say I don't like him because I don't know him. But policy-wise and some of the things he said and, you know, hearing it directly. I don't like to get it. part of being woke is... You know, where do you get your information from? Do you get it directly from the source or you, is someone telling you, well, well he said this? And so, a lot of the things that I've heard him say and get up and speak about, I'm like, wow, you, you, you seem very out of touch. But the city, when they say New York City sucks and it's dead, it's because where we were maybe four, five years ago, a year, you know, to what it is now and seeing the decline. Is really what's making New York City suck. Like I lived through Dinkins. Co- Koch Dinkins. You know I, I can remember that. I remember New York City in the 80s. In the 90s. And and then seeing it. You know what it, it's become. And then to see us regress. Is why it's such a. You know New York City dead. And New York City sucks. I don't think it's dead. I, You know we'll get back to being great. But what what makes New York city suck right now uh homelessness homelessness it's unfortunate right people are homeless but uh why are they homeless you know we those are the things we have to ask ourselves a lot of it and this is my opinion is is choice it's become so easy to be homeless in new york city uh and that this is the summer we've just gone through the summer so Obviously, it looks a lot more exaggerated. It's more rampant. We got just at my job, we have scaffolding, and underneath there is a tent city. They literally sent up, set up a tent city and they hang their laundry from there, and they got furniture, TV. Everyone has cell phones, and these are all things that were made available to them. It's free Wi-Fi service throughout New York City, so you can have a cell phone. You, you, you cannot have a home, but have a cell phone. With service, so these things uh enable, you know, poor decisions, bad behavior. I used to say a lot when I would be going to work four o'clock in the morning in the cold, and I'm walking and I would see a, a homeless person in a box with eight blank, you know, blankets that were handed out to them, and and uh, boxes and a setup, and I'm like, wow almost envious of that person, right, it sounds crazy, like, well, you, you got a home, you know, no, I, I don't want to go to work, I don't want to be going to work at four in the morning, and here I am going to work to, you know, do what I have to do, and there's some guy laying down, cozy, top of the, a heated subway grate, with eight blankets, you know, move over, buddy, I want to get in there, I want to get, I want to lay down, I don't want to go to sleep. I don't want to go to work. So, you know, the city's taking up this, uh, the mayor taking taken up this approach to enable that. And it, it comes probably from a good place. You know, you don't want to see people suffer. You don't want to see. But you have to ask yourself, why are people homeless? Why are, you know, why is this guy out on the street? Lots of times, nine times out of ten, it's because of drugs and alcohol. And especially... Especially white people. These are white people from, not from the city. So you came to the city. And this is... Don't... This is not... You know, I'm not trying to be racist in in any sense that... Oh, you know, a black person should be home. No, no. What I'm saying is... White people have You have the leg up. You, you're not oppressed, you know, like the black man. Or the minorities. So... You can you can take away those excuses. Alright? You can... If you were cleaned up, you can go get a job that maybe because of racism, they would look at you before they looked at, you know, the Latino guy or the black guy. Yet, you know, because of your decisions and, you know, this is way... And the reason I say that because I, I see... I, you're not from New York. You got a, a southern accent or a, they're from Idaho and... And you got tattoos on your face now, and you're doing drugs, and, like, these are decisions. And I know, deep down, you have a family somewhere. You chose to to leave that family structure and strike out on your own, and, and you know, now you're in this situation. And then the city enables that. You know, mayor says, hey, well, you know, yeah, we'll give you this, we'll give you this, we'll give you the needles to shoot up the drugs, we'll give you this, and then... We adopt uh, an approach of, you know, crime. if You're shoplifting, but you're hungry. We see it out in San Francisco, the same kind of things. Uh, yeah, you can't prosecute him. He's hungry. But, you know, no one's asking why. Why is he doing that? What what? So, anyway, when, when you have a city and a government that enables these certain type of behaviors, then, yeah, it's going to spread. It's human nature to do what, what is easy I'm definitely not one of those people that, you know, goes out and says, oh, they're lazy. and Oh, this guy's lazy. Because I think the the lazy behavior we get is enabled. If I was, you know, if I didn't have to work to support my family, myself, it would be so much easier to not have these responsibilities. And then if I had some kind of, I get a little paycheck, just a little bit. You know, enough to buy my drugs, the food, if I can panhandle and make money. In Manhattan, you can make good money panhandling. If you're really on your grind. Think about it. You ask a hundred people out of the thousands of people you'll see during the day. If just a hundred of them gave you one dollar, that's a hundred dollars. A hundred dollars a day. Let's say you only did five days a week. That's five hundred dollars a week you can make from just panhandling. And that's like the... The minimum. Putting the minimum amount of effort. Some people make a lot more. That's why you see these videos of. People walking back to their cars. Because it's, it's good money. When you have that many people. Millions of people. In New York City. Pre-COVID. Before the lockdown. Uh, but you got. you know, Like 8 million people living here. So let's say. Half of that. Is out and about. And you can. Take off 1% of that. Which is what. 400,000. Yeah. Do the math. A dollar from 400,000 people in a year, that's that's 400,000. That's I've never had a job that's paid close to that. So I'm just saying, be woke people. Just you know, see what gets you there. So anyway, with so New York City sucks. So we see that everywhere, you know. You got people working and then you see people who don't work but can survive they're they enabled and they're surviving and they're in your way and they their bad habits are encouraged and uh you know you can sleep on a warm subway and you know as humans by nature can uh, by we're habitual creatures so the more we do stuff the more we become accustomed to it so you know it's you sleep on the subway every day, you get used to it, you can you find comfort in that. So, um, when we allow it and encourage it, it's going to happen. And so yeah, the and then the stance on crime in New York City looking the other way on a lot of things, like bail reforms and things like that, uh we take a step backwards. We went from, let's say, Koch, Dinkins, and then Giuliani. Giuliani was a popular mayor. I happen to like a lot of what Giuliani did for New York City. Oh, what about Stop and Frisk? And Stop and Frisk was... Uh, Stop and Frisk was not necessarily a bad thing, I'm going to say it's, it's the people, though, that enforce it. When they do it, when you target people by race, then, you know, obviously that's wrong. But when you're in a neighborhood that 99% of the people in this neighborhood are by this race, you know, that's not you're not targeting the race. You're targeting, you know, uh, the people of that neighborhood. And if it's a high-crime neighborhood, you know, it's... it's it's gonna look disproportionate. But Giuliani's stance on quality of life crimes and uh you know, busting the fair beaters. The guy who's pissing on the sidewalk, if he's brazen enough to piss on the sidewalk and jump the subway, he's brazen enough to do something else, maybe stick you up with a knife, whatever the case may. And that's that's what they did. They targeted those quality of life crimes and When you you took a harsh stance on those type of crimes, then the other crimes start to fall back, too, because it's the same people committing it. And that's how the city got cleaned up, and, you know, Disney coming to Times Square. That's not necessarily a great thing, but, you know, allowing allowing capitalism, allowing people to, uh, you know, businesses to thrive by giving businesses, you know, the freedom to operate, uh, you know, it starts to spread the money. If I, if I can open up a business and and thrive, then I'm gonna hire more people, and I'm gonna pay people, you know, when I hire them. So those kind of things, uh, it's how you get neighborhoods to flourish, and that's one of the things we saw under Giuliani, and then uh, Bloomberg, who I personally hate. Never met him, but I personally... I hate anyone who comes to New York City, and this is de Blasio too, and they're a Boston fan. How can you be a Boston fan and be the leader of New York City? Just forget politics and anything else. These guys openly said, I'm a Boston Red Sox fan. De Blasio, I'm Boston... How? How are you a Boston fan? And if and Shout out to the people in Boston. Cause I'm pretty sure you would think the same way. If a New Yorker, if a Yankee fan, or a Met fan came up there and tried to run your city, it wouldn't happen. So how do we allow that to happen here in New York? With two Boston people back to back, Bloomberg's, Bloomberg, he so he adopts all of Giuliani's policies, right? Comes in as a billionaire. I'm gonna run in as a business with his 4 billion dollars leaves office worth 61 billion dollars. Yeah, wake up people. You think <laughs> wasn't paid as a mayor, so you didn't make that money on his salary. You th- you don't think there were th- the things going on and and Bloomberg's uh thing was with the real estate and opening up uh you know, the waterfront real estate. and oh, we have all this on news. Great, great properties and, that are not being, and using eminent domain and kicking people. And I know this for a fact, because my, my job, we are on 34th Street. We were kicked out by the city, eminent domain. They said, find another place. We're, we're expanding the Javits Center. It's going to come all the way down here. We need, so my company moves. A couple months later, they're like, oh yeah, we're not going to expand it. You can have it back at this. No, no, fuck you. We left. That's it. But then they went and, if, if you guys know uh, New York back in the early 2000s and 90s, the Copa when it was on 34th Street, what that area was like. And what it is now at Hudson Yards and and it's these huge futuristic buildings. and that. You don't think Bloomberg profited off of that? You make a shell company and get involved with real estate? Yeah. Woken Welcome to the show but yeah and and my other problem with Bloomberg was his illegal occupation his th- his third term so we had Giuliani who did two terms then we had nine eleven which yeah you know, I'll stay for another show because uh, that's a big part of my life I was there right so I had personal experience with that but that that was an election yeah you know? I was going into the the transition and uh I think 2002 was that so it was nine eleven was 2001 and then 2002 we wouldn't have a new year so it was an election year and everyone was saying no Julian you can't you know what you can't leave get us we got to get through these difficult times and he said no he's like that's it's not right but you know hey look I got this guy Bloomberg he's great and Bloomberg gets on and says, I'm gonna be just like him and we'll get through this together and I'll run it like a business and everybody's like yeah yeah alright so he gets elected and he keeps a lot of the policies that Giuliani had and the city thrives and grows and we recover this his two terms the end of his second term we have the fiscal crisis where the government's giving bailouts and uh all this other shit and Bloomberg says well you need a mayor that has to get you through this fiscal crisis so we're going to change the rules and now you don't have to just do two terms we can do another term everybody said yeah fuck yeah all right he had to get more money he wasn't he wasn't at 61 billion yet He was at uh I think 11 the money hadn't kicked in yet and everybody. Yeah, let's do it, man. What and to me, I was like, we had 911 with, you know, fucking people died. I was like if anything, that would have been the time to say, okay, hold on, let's hold off on lecture. No, we didn't do it. But then we had what a fiscal crisis, a money we had money problems. And that's what allows us to rewrite the laws and Change the law. I don't know. Just wake up people. But yeah. So that that always bothered me. The fact that he made so much money. And then he was a Boston fan. Then he had his illegal third term. And he was stopping frisking. Stopping frisk actually got worse onto him. Because in my belief. He was like no. Target the minorities. He He didn't understand the actual quality of life. Crimes that was originally his was no go after you see two you see two minorities walking, you better stop them and ask them what they're doing. And that's what happened, and then he leaves and then runs for president and says, Oh, I, that was a, I was misinformed when I did that, but I'm not like that anymore. And thank God people saw through that. I was like, Yeah, all right, so. And we got. We got de Blasio. Guy's like seven feet tall. He doesn't know what's going on down here. In the real world. And. He just went. The complete opposite. You know. Claims to be progressive. And. A lot of. Uh... See I hate labels. And defining people. You know. Conservative. Liberal. Democrat. Republican. I, I hate that. Like, I hate drawing lines, because no one's like that, everybody, tent, most people, when you talk majorities and statistics, you know, most people go, agree on a lot of things, you know, what would be considered down the middle, so, but when you get someone who is liberal, or, you know, super liberal, whatever, however you want to define it, it comes from a place that's, you know, of the heart, it, it you know, you, you, it's compassionate, you, you know, people shouldn't have to suffer. People shouldn't have to be poor. People, which is great, right? You know, I, I agree 100%. But what's debated is how do we, how do we do that? And the liberal thinking is, you know, more government. Let the government step in and, and look, we'll tell you how to do this. We'll distribute it this way because you don't know what the fuck you're doing. So we're going to do it. And then the conservative approach is uh, less government, less taxes, you know. But in reality, it's more, you know, only certain people benefit from it. Like, yeah, no, we'll we give the power to the people, but we'll, we'll siphon off something here. So it, you got to be woke people you understand how things work and how... but. With de Blasio, a lot of his policies are, you know, again, enable certain types of behavior that, that the working class and the the citizens of New York are feeling right now. And that's why we, we say New York City is dead. So, yeah, that's my rant on that. So, yeah, I'm leaving New York. Fuck New York. Probably gonna go upstate, which is still New York. But I don't wanna, cause I. I make good money here. This podcast brings me... I'm raking it in. No, I'm not. But I can't leave my job yet. I got two little fuckers to feed, so... But I I need to go somewhere where my taxes are less. So I don't know. But right now I'm paying New York City taxes. And I'm not... You know... There's a shooting every night outside my house. Not right outside my house, but... You know, I can hear them. Also, my parents outside. They hear it. The shootings. Everybody's got guns. And guns are illegal. How do they have guns? That's crazy. So let's make them more illegal. That'll get rid of it. But whatever. But yeah, I think... Uh, that's it for episode one. You know? I think... Uh, this was fun. I'm gonna... Can't wait to have uh my peoples on here, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, definitely check out the Ordinary Joe's podcast, uh Hollywood Clip Show. It's my sister's podcast, and she needs to start it back up. Uh, the other Joe podcast, whatever. Uh, man, a few words. Look it up. After Hours with Row, check that out. My other sister Danielle's does that show with us, she's gonna have something coming out. If she's not, I I will push for something. A lot lot of talent there. So, yeah, check us out. Uh, Check out for the next episode. I I don't know how I'm gonna get this out or what I'm gonna do, but uh, yeah. You know, shuck it out. You're listening Mm -hmm. to the Woken Up Woke Podcast. The show. Woke That's it. Get more Red Bull people you're listening to the woken up woke podcast woke Walk- up